Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, we're going to welcome Philip from Fort Wayne, Indiana, an amazing artist that I've been wanting to interview for quite some time. How are you, Philip? I'm great. I love your artwork. Let's talk about what inspires you to do some of the artwork you've done. I moved to Fort Wayne three years ago, and ever since I saw you on Facebook, I've been intrigued. Oh, well, thank you. Welcome for your artwork boy how old do you want to go back do you want to know uh, this might be too obscure for you but I actually talked to a spirit in the wall when I was three years old and I found out later I played in a jazz band in Chicago and I was looking for a name mm-hmm. and I, I suggested that we call the band Wu Wei because it was a you know a ghost who I had talked to when I was three, mm-hmm. and then later I was camping uh, north of San Francisco and I was reading a book on Chinese painting, mm-hmm. and it had a glossary in the back, and I found Wu Wei, oh. and it's a Taoist it's a Taoist term that means outer passivity and interactivity, wow. as exemplified as exemplified by a calm surface of water teeming with koi underneath. Mm. And I had also been painting fish all my life. So I hope I didn't get too obscure, but that no. was my earliest. Okay. I think that's awesome. Well, thank you. I think that's very inspiring, actually. But you can also remember that far back. I think that's really, really cool and unique. So I actually have, I went through hypnosis, and I have memories of when I was a... Um, a baby, like mm-hmm. a, maybe a, a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Some some people have no memory. Um, For my childhood as well, I remember way back too. Uh uh-huh. okay. I, I remember way back too, so I can relate. So, as you grew up, did did they communicate with you more and more? Did what? Did the spirit communicate with you more and more as you grew no. up? 
it, no, it was only when I was about three years old, mm-hmm. and my parents, I was, I think my parents were frustrated because I would just stand at the at the wall when I was three years old, and I would talk to Wu Wei. Huh. Awesome. So throughout the years, you became an artist. When did your artwork start to be known to other people? When did it get out there? Um, believe it or not, I've only gotten two bad grades in my entire life, mm-hmm. and both of them were in art. <laughs> I got bad grades in grade school, mm-hmm. even though I was the best artist, but I went to a very conservative Lutheran school, so I was graded... I think they thought that um, creativity was the work of the devil. Mm. Um, And then I went to high school, and they wouldn't let me take art because I was a science guy. Mm. But then the junior year, they built a new school, and they brought in a brilliant art teacher named Don Moore, who I became really close friends with my whole life. But my first grading period in art, he gave me a D-minus with a red circle around it. Hmm. And I asked him what the red circle meant, and he said, it'll be an F next time. And then the next week, he physically threw me out of class. Oh. <laughs> I mean, physically. Wow. And I was good friends with the principal, as were my parents, because I sang in choir with him. Uh-huh. And so my parents came in, and we had a sit-down with the art teacher and my parents, and he let me back in the class. And then he took me in his office, and he opened up his desk drawer, and he pulled out this aluminum foil that was smoked carp. Mm-hmm. His wife was Japanese, and he had learned how to smoke carp. And it was delicious. It was, I mean, it was like locks. And and then from then on, everything was perfect. I was a straight-A student. I was his best student. And he even helped me get into college. He took me around to John Heron in Indiana, and helped me find a college. And later I realized that he thought that I was just using art to show off because I wasn't good in sports. Hmm. So, you know, in, in retrospect, some of that strict discipline that I've gone through, um, I'm very grateful for. That's interesting. Yeah. So he actually saw your potential, and he just thought you were showing off, and he wanted to bring you down a couple notches, you think? He wanted me to take myself seriously as an artist, because at mm-hmm. that time I was headed towards, believe it or not, I was going to be an entomologist. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, In fact, I won, I won a lot of awards growing up because of my insect studies. Huh. That's really interesting, actually. Wow. You're an interesting guy. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks. (laughs) So... Okay, go on. What has inspired you to create your own tarot deck and have it published? What's your inspiration behind all of that? Do you read the cards? Yes, I do. But basically, uh, about... Uh, two years ago, I was contacted by a woman in Seattle that publishes a magazine called Phosphine, and she asked me if I'd be interested in doing a series of animal totems, Mm -hmm. because her her friend that was going to do it had died uh, a tragic death, 
Oh. And and so I didn't even quite know what she meant by animal totems. Mm-hmm. But um, so I worked on that for about a year, and I did twenty of them. Mm-hmm. And then she said the next issue of Phosphine is going to be on Tarot. Would mm-hmm. you be interested in doing the Tarot deck? So that's when I started doing the Tarot cards. And then, of course, for inspiration, I went out and bought a bunch of Tarot decks mm-hmm. and started doing readings. Okay. So when are these going to be published? Do you know how long it's going to take you to get them published into actual decks so people can purchase these? That's going to be a while. Okay. Uh, part of the reason that I got bogged down was I don't consider myself a portrait artist. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I had a few that worked out great. I did the <laughs> the um, the Princess of Wands, which is actually on display in a gallery right now. Okay. And I did the Queen of Wands, who it was Rachel, the editor. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'm. It's just an ongoing thing. Sure. Well, there is a lot a of tarot cards to to do. There sure are. There <laughs> so sure you're are. gonna you're gonna have a a lot of work ahead of you. That's for sure. So your art is very interesting. It's almost like walking into a dream. Oh, thank you. A lot of people say it's like, "Well, where's Waldo?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Waldo could be a dream. I kind of like Waldo, actually. So. When you do your art, do you do you speak to anyone? Do you trance, or how do you do this? Because some of your work is pretty detailed and very dreamy. Well, that's funny that you ask because today I have a show opening on Thursday, mm-hmm. and the gallery director asked if I would write a story for each piece that I'm showing. So, yeah, I I pretty much understand where my inspiration comes from Mm -hmm. some of it some of it is automatic like Mm -hmm. max ernst are you familiar with max ernst yes he was a german surrealist and he insisted that his paintings painted themselves yep so some of the paintings i just sit down and it comes out and then other paintings are preconceived okay And I also studied Chinese painting for eight years. That would make sense. Absolutely. I can see that in some of your artwork when I've looked at it. Where is your art opening going to be this Thursday? It's at Gallery K on Broadway Street next to the Fillmore. Okay. I think I drove past that the other day. It's a beautiful space. Mm. So it's an opening on... There's an opening Thursday from 4 to 8, excuse me, mm-hmm. and then an open house on Saturday from 11 to 4. Awesome. Now, are your paintings going to be for sale, Phil? Yes, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Now, back to the tarot really quickly. Are these pieces that you're doing for the tarot, are they also going to be for sale at some point as prints? Yes. I mean, the the Princess of Wands that's showing at ArtLink right now, mm-hmm. That I sold I sold that to a good friend who's I used his granddaughter as uh, the model for it. Mm-hmm. 
and her name her name is Clara, and she's been collecting my work since she was four years old. Oh, she's nine. She's nine years old now. That is absolutely adorable, actually. <laughs> Smart kid. Yes, she is. She can walk into a room and spot my work all the way across the room, drag her grandpa up and say, Daddy, I want this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. She's going to be a pistol when she's older. She already is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is she? Do you think she's going to want to be an artist as well, Philip? You know, I don't know. She's just a delightful girl. <laughs> Obviously so. She knows what she likes and she goes for it. <laughs> so, how far have you come on the tarot deck? How many have you done so far? I think I've done about 20. Wow. And how long has this taken you? What's that? How long has this taken you to do? About a year. About a year. Wow, you're moving quick. I could not... I don't know if I could quite do that in a year. That's a lot of drawings. And a lot of inspiration. You know, I'm losing inspiration now because I'm gardening. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) I'm I'm looking forward to bad weather so that I can get my discipline back. Well, sometimes we have to breathe, right? To get our inspiration back. And if gardening is a passion, I could... Maybe you can get inspiration from some of the flowers and herbs that you plant. Oh, I always do. Because, you know, they're wonderful creatures around those. So yes, when you, they are. Do you read privately? I mean, do you have your own business of tarot reading, Neil? And how do people no, do get a hold free. of you? you do, oh, I see. Okay. Is this to help you with your tarot deck? The okay. more you read, the more you... Yes, I've I've discovered that it's mostly in how I shuffle it, the consciousness that I have mm-hmm. when I do two types of readings. I do a six-card spread mm-hmm. and a ten-card Celtic cross. The six-card spread is for relationships, mm-hmm. and then the ten-card spread is usually like if a friend is opening a business and they want just a general overview. Oh, okay. I gotcha. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you. I think it's awesome that you're doing this, but you're also experiencing what it's about. A lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people could do that. That's why I find you so interesting. So you're doing the tarot and then you're reading as well to understand better. I think that's awesome. Well, thank you. And I think, I wonder now with all of this tarot stuff... Is it inspiring many more artwork? All of the artwork you're doing, is it kind of leaking over? Are you finding that happening? You know, I'm getting ready to, I just stretched some really large canvases and I'm starting to get back into oil painting. Mm-hmm. But I have I have no idea what I'm going to do with these oils. I will probably get back to my surrealist roots. Okay. That would be awesome. So, since you've done 20 cards per year, do you think in the next two years your deck will be out and ready for sale? Probably in two years, yes. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be exciting because I want to buy a deck of those cards. Every time you have one on Facebook, I'm like, when are they coming out? 
got to interview this guy to find out when they're coming out and how he's doing this. And why is he doing this? (laughs) I'm also showing at Acacia's um, metaphysical bookstore. Are you familiar Mm -hmm. with them? Yeah. I actually got a hold of them. Think not that long ago to see if they wanted to be on Twilight Tonic, but they're fairly new. Oh, great. I think they opened yes, yes. Uh, maybe a month and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drive by there. I live in the seven. Oh, so do I. Yeah, so I drive by there quite a bit. I live right by Foster Park. Oh, yeah. I live not too far. I live on Arlington, not too far from um, the little cafe there and the little wine shop. Where's this? Arlington. Not too far oh, from... I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not too far from um, the Friendly Fox. I'm two blocks from the Friendly Fox. Yeah, we're very close. We're neighbors. Yes, we are. Yeah, imagine that. I didn't even know you were in my neighborhood. That's awesome. Well, you'll have to come over and see my studio. I will, because I really like your artwork. I find it inspirational. Well, thank you. In it, I think that's what caught my eye. I was a dancer for thirty years, so that movement. I see like art and music as movement. So I kind of like the movement in your art. Well, thank you. So, I have a curious question for artists. When you draw, do you see it as movement? How do you see it on paper or an oil painting? You know. Like I may have mentioned before, some things are totally preconceived, and mm-hmm. I go through a rigorous drawing period, mm-hmm. especially like, because I'm also a printmaker. Oh. I have a master's in, in printmaking from San Francisco State, mm-hmm. and these are preconceived, and when you come to my house, you'll see just how detailed and how worked out things are, but when I work with mixed media or oil, I oftentimes just take a plunge. Okay. Oftentimes, uh, I'll take the paper and I'll put it in a bath of water and I'll throw different colors of ink on it, mm-hmm. and then I'll treat it. I'll treat it with um, rock salt. I've even used coffee grounds, wasabi powder, um, beets, various herbs to stain the paper. Really? Anything to just anything to break the white. Because mm-hmm. I'm afraid of the of the blank canvas. Huh. And you just put it on there, and then all of a sudden it just flows out? Yes, it, it's... I think the Zen people call it makyo. It's when you stare at a wall and you start to see things. You know, I'm a Buddhist. Are you? That's interesting, too. How long have you been Buddhist? I went to Naropa Institute in 1975. Mm-hmm. In Boulder, Colorado, I went there to actually study with Baba Ramdas. Do you know who he is? No, I don't. He wrote "Be Here Now," which was the hippie book. But, you know, basically, it took all the acid heads and pointed them towards a more spiritual way of seeing things. Wow, that's interesting. You have a lot of Asian influence throughout your lifetime. I asked my parents for a book on Japanese painting when I was in middle school. Huh. Do you and think... Then, then I got... Oh, go ahead. Do you think they 
past life? I did three past life regressions when I lived in Chicago, and each of them lasted about five hours long. And on the second one, after I was hypnotized, uh, it was a really long process. The facilitator would put me into a deep hypnosis. And on the second one, when I, he asked me to, you know, what are you seeing now? I saw a bunch of prayer flags, and I was like in Tibet. Mm-hmm. So I was a Tibetan monk. Oh. I don't know if that was true or mm-hmm. it was just suggested because of all of my experiences. Because one of my teachers was Chogyam Trungpa, mm-hmm. a lama from Tibet. Wow. I think I think past lives influence our lives now. I really, truly do. Like each lifetime teaches us something and influences and I think for some reason, I always believed in the back of my mind that the strongest lifetimes influences each lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I find that fascinating that you that quite a bit. And it shows in your artwork, too, because some of them, when you go to museums and you see Tibetan drawings, a couple of your pieces of artwork resembles that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot. Actually, but well, I actually studied Tibetan tonka painting. Oh my goodness! When I was at Nagata, with Lopsong Gyatso, he was a Tibetan painter. Oh my goodness, that is fascinating. Have you been to Tibet? No, I haven't. I haven't. Unfortunately, my travels have been limited mostly to Europe. Mm. I really want to go to Asia, but I have grandkids, so all of my Vacations are visiting my family. I family is very important. It's the most important thing in my life. I agree one hundred percent with you, Phil. Now tell you us. Know, I was a, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I was a single parent. Really? That's fascinating. I got, I got custody of my daughter when she was four years old. Wow. That's incredible. So you were a single parent in the 80s, I'm assuming, or 90s? In the 80s. In the 80s. Wow. That was quite a time period of change, wasn't it? It was the best time of my life. That's amazing. Well, I'm the child of the 80s, too. That's amazing. I just, I have a lot of respect for you right now, Philip. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. A lot of respect. And what does your daughter think of all of your artwork? Does she have it hanging over her house? Her house is like a museum. Oh. I talk to her every day. I mm-hmm. just can't wait to call her tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have daddy envy. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so Wow. My daughter's a doctor. My daughter became a doctor. She's a healer. Wow. What kind of doctor is she? She's a pediatrician. Oh, my goodness. You raised her well, Philip. Well, she kind of raised herself. Kind of. She's named after the future Buddha Maitreya. Uh Uh-huh. And her middle name is named after my first Chinese teacher, Sun Mei. Sun Mei. What's her first name? Maitreya. Maitreya. 
May. That's the my train is the future Buddha, but it's not like um, it's not like Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's the better translation is the ever arriving Buddha. Wow, that is so my goodness, that is amazing. Wow. So has she influenced a lot of your paintings? I said I would hope from what, how how you talked about her. I'm seeing all these paintings with her influence in there. Well, um, oftentimes I'll do something specifically with her in, in, in mind. Wow. That is so cool. Now, when is your art show coming up this week so folks can hear this? And I'm out Monday night for you. Okay. So people will come to the opening on Thursday night. Um, and Saturday. And Saturday. Saturday all day. Saturday all day. I'm going to come Thursday night because my dad on Saturday. So okay. tell them the time they can come on Thursday. That is from 4 to 8. Okay. And what's the address, Philip? Okay. What's oh, it's right next to the Fillmore. I don't know the exact address. Okay. And that's on Broadway in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yes. Okay. And they can purchase your artwork there, correct? Correct. And then on Saturday, what are the times? From 11 to 4. 11 to 4. 11 in the morning, yes. Okay. And then the other opening happening down the street here at, is it okay? Uh, that's not having, that's not an opening. They had a, a thing last night. Oh, I missed it. Darn. That would have been but I have awesome. A bunch of other open, I have a bunch of other openings coming up as well. Oh, where are those going to be? Uh, do you know Conjure Coffee on Columbia? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You do? Yes. Okay, I'm showing there with Joel Freemian. Do you know Joel Freemian? I do not. I'm a newbie oh. to Indiana. I've only been here three. I'm a new person to Indiana. I've only been here three years. No, Joel is an amazing artist. Um, Him and I have done a lot of shows together. In fact, we're working on trying to open a gallery in the Electric Works. That's going to open in the fall of this year, correct? No, the fall of next year. Wow. Man, I've got my information wrong. That's awesome. I can't wait. So, what are some of your other shows coming up? Okay, I've got a show at the Botanical Gardens. Okay. And I have a show at the Garrett Art Museum. Okay. And I'm working on trying to get a show at the Fort Wayne Art Museum. That would be really, really cool. When is the Botanical Gardens one going to happen, Philip? We're still working that out. Okay. That's going to be awesome, too. I'm really looking forward to all of those, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person this Thursday. Okay. I'm looking forward to it as well. Now, how can people get a hold of you if they ever want to commission a piece or buy a piece from you? Oh, well, Facebook is probably the best way. Okay, so it's Philip Coffee. Yes. Philip is my first name. I actually go by Greg. That's my middle name. Okay. And they can talk to you on Facebook and get an order if they want or buy an art piece or 
correct? Correct. Awesome. And do you have a website, Philip? It's under construction right now. Okay. Awesome. Well, Philip, but I, I have three videos. I have three videos on YouTube, and a fourth one. A fourth one is coming out later this month. Okay, is that on your Facebook page as well? I can post them on my Facebook page. I'll post them tonight on my Facebook page. That would be awesome. You know why? Because I'm going to post them on DD Moonflyers page. Everybody can know that you're going to be coming up on my show and get a good look at your amazing artwork. That's very inspirational as far as I'm concerned. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And Philip, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Me as well. And I will see you Thursday. And every time you want a card published, you let me know, and I'll I'll put it on my Facebook page right away. And as soon as my website okay. is done at the end of the week, I'm going to post you every time you okay. finish a card because, dude, you do some amazing work. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Philip. And you have a wonderful Sunday night. And go call that amazing daughter of yours. I sure will. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Philip, and I'll talk to you soon. You have a great night. Okay, you too. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bless you. Bless you too, Philip.